Why do you wanna trade for a living? It's finally good to be back after a very long break traveling through the South Americas for the past two months. It is breaks like this which remind me of why I wanna trade and invest for a living. For me, it's really never been about making the most money uh, and buying all those toys that one can buy. Frankly, luxury sports cars, fancy big mansions and fancy clothing don't excite me, but new life experiences actually do. I actually prefer a simple life of family and travel, exploring the world and experiencing the vast differences in culture, the history that this world offers, and to get acquainted with the real world. And South America is one of those places. Places like Machu Picchu in Peru, and the journey just to get there, where you travel from a modern city of Lima to the poor dusty streets of Cusco, before re-entering uh, a clean touristy spot on the doorsteps of the ancient Machu Picchu site really does open your eyes to the inequality in wealth as well as the opportunities that we humans suffer from. And it is the sight of these places as well as meeting the locals which, who live there which really gives us a sense of how grateful that we should be of already living in a very developed country and to get to choose the financial markets to make a living from. And for those who live in certain places where a phone line isn't even available, the options really are limited. And then coming back, to a corrective market where January is actually supposed to be a great month based on the historical January effect, which hasn't obviously played out this year so far, allows you to appreciate that there are really bigger problems on this planet than the financial markets and to not feel too upset simply because your trading account and my trading account have gone down in value. Freedom of travel does bring about that perspective and it allows you to emotionally cope with trading volatility much better without getting caught up with uh, in the panic and allowing the, your emotions to go up and down based on your account balance. It also reminds you to always put things in perspective, no matter how trying the current circumstances may be, which I know that a lot of people do feel a sense of loss at the moment, me included, in regards to the sudden decline of our trading accounts. While I was on my travels, many people have asked me, is there another global financial crisis coming? And where do I think the market will be in a year's time? I'm one of those that simply don't make, like making predictions. So you'll never see me predict where the market will be in a few months time, let alone in a year's time, because I actually know that I will be wrong. I simply have no idea. What I do know is that by simply looking at the facts and then using these facts to estimate how things should pan out, it really does give me a good picture of whether I think the current market correction is a great time to load up on bargains, or is there really a bigger issue that signals a complete retreat from the investing and trading the market? And in regards to whether there is a coming financial crisis upon us, in my humble opinion, the answer is simply no. And here are six reasons why. One, gold continues to retreat, and in times of crisis, precious metals like gold uh, will simply be sought after, and it pushes the price up very quickly. Two, high yield credit spreads uh, are currently still within normal range and haven't yet spiked, which normally does occur during the onset of recessions. And three, the two year interest rate swap, uh, swap spreads still remain very low, which tells us that the financial markets are highly liquid and there is no risk of a systemic failure. And four, the VIX volatility ratio, although at the moment uh, it's been elevated recently, is still hovering at relatively low levels. And five, the S&P 500 price to earnings ratio is still close to the long-term average of 16 and a half. So the market valuation overall isn't actually stretched. 
And finally, China. And although it's the second largest economy in the world, imports are a very small percentage uh, of, they import a very small percentage of United States exports. And therefore, this slowing Chinese growth is unlikely to derail the ongoing recovery of the US economy. So it is really these facts which not only help me sleep better at night, knowing that my long-term portfolio of great businesses like Apple, Bank of America, Johnson & Johnson, IBM, Oracle and Walmart will continue generating increasing profits. It also provides that opportunity to invest even further at lower prices and with a higher margin of safety. I hope that the above helps shed light in your own trading and it gives you comfort knowing that the US financial markets isn't going to blow up anytime soon. Hey guys, it's Terry. Hope you like this episode. If you did, you can do two things right now to continue your journey. Firstly, you can subscribe right here to my channel, which will allow you to receive my videos on a fortnightly basis to help you in your investing and trading journey. And secondly, you can go to my website and get my fast start 10 step stock checklist and video lessons for free by simply clicking on the link right here. So if you'd like to do that, just click on any of the buttons that you see here. I really look forward to seeing you on the next video and showing you even more tips and tricks to achieving consistent investing and trading results.